Got the wow, everybody. Welcome to Spring Spirit Nation. My name is Sequin Achak, and that means Spring Spirit, which is why this podcast is called Spring Spirit Nation. Spring Spirit Nation is kissing the warm rain and breathing in the knowingness of our infinite being of who we be. It is creating and generating space of ancestral knowledge, current knowledge, and future knowledge without the limitations of limitation. Welcome to Spring Spirit Nation. Today, I have guest Carla Nordstrom, owner-operator of Gisik Sports Health and Wellness. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Sequin from Spring Spirit Nation, and today we have Carlin Nordstrom. Carlin has a whack load of knowledge obtained from his years of fitness and hockey, and Carlin, tell us a little bit more about that. Um, well, one of the keys for, you know, a life of fitness is starting early, I believe, and then it becomes habit, right? So... When I started, you know, one of the biggest influences in my life has been sports and hockey. So uh, I really encourage that. And I'll, I'll talk to, I'll talk a little bit later about, about my hockey camp and the way that I'm, I've devised it to help help kids. But uh, you know, getting into hockey at a young age and having that passion and, and playing sports at at school, soccer and whatnot, it just becomes, uh, you know. You maintain that throughout your life, you, you, it just becomes habit. So that's the biggest thing is to get, I always encourage people, get your kids involved in some type of sport, whether it be hockey or soccer or basketball or whatever it is, you know, because it just teaches, teaches you so much. Um, for me, yeah, go ahead. I, I just, um, I'm living on a First Nations right now and um uh, Central Saskatchewan, and it's somewhat difficult for Indigenous youth to get into programs. Um, yeah. Do you have any recommendations for the rec development people or anyone in that capacity out here um, to reach out to the youth? Well, uh, like I said, you have to start them young, right? So then when you okay. start young, then you get that feeling of, uh, you know, you feel good after you work out, you look good. Right. And uh, it's good for your health. So really, what what is there not to like about it? Right. Once you once you once you start doing it. So get, getting kids involved young and supporting them. And uh, for me, one of the things that I when I when I was playing hockey, I wasn't the best hockey player. Right. So I knew I, I knew that I had to work hard, work out and be in the best shape if I was going to have a chance of making it. So I worked out extra hard and I, I always was, was you know, working out making sure that I was in the best possible shape I could be. and then like I said once you start you know it helps it helps your appearance you feel good um why would you want to let that go right but it's a matter of uh getting the kids started and then keeping keep encouraging them so one of the things I do um is is I when I train them when I go to a school and I do workouts I show them a complete body workout with no weights so there's no excuses right so they can do train their legs their upper body cardio 45 minutes 
you know, they're, they're all, they're tired, they're done. So that's one of the things I do for our kids as far as knowing that they don't have access to a gym is, is I show them that, but it goes for everybody. Everything's online now. Yeah. yeah. Every, all the kids have phones, right? So everything, your diet, your workouts, your motivation, you know what? A lot of times and wake up in the morning, put on a motivational speaker, listen to him for five minutes in the morning, right? Help start your day. So there really is no excuse now. People always say, oh, I got no time. Right. Well, I, have, I have a question. I have a question. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, who is a, a, a motivational speaker that you listen to in the morning? The one I follow and, and uh, my favorite is Tony Robbins. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people like Tony Robbins. I, I was... Um, listening to a speaker too this morning and i find that does help set the day and it was actually a 10 minute guided meditation for positivity and so on. so that really works and i do know carlin that you um like to take uh groups of people um indigenous youth and educators out on the land so this is kind of where i'm kind of going you know if you don't have access to you know weights or, or a gym or an indoor track or even a track um you take them out and how how does that affect their physical fitness is it um well beneficial more so on the hunting because we do do lots of walking so there's there's you know, out in the cold, you're walking in the cold, your body's, you know, got to fight to stay warm. And then we, once we do process the animal or get an animal down, well, then all the kids have to practice or assist with learning to skin the animal, load it up, take it back to the camp. Everybody helps uh, um, butchering it, packaging it. So yeah, it's, it, it is, it's, it, besides what we're teaching them with regards to the hunting and fishing, they also are getting active and they're getting outside. Mm -hmm. yeah so which is you know you hear a lot of complaints from a lot of parents and uh and it's it's not just the kids fault <laughs> you gotta you gotta take stuff away from them right but all all they do is play in their video games so right. definitely a good break for the from the video games and cell phones when we're when we're out hunting and fishing so right so so um just looking at your um uh, your fitness your hockey repertoire and things like that. Like you were in Orlando and Detroit and Wichita, and I got to see you as a youngin in Labrette. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and now you're doing some really cool stuff, right? <laughs> so, who are your main influencers in in life? Like to aspire to to try out these hockey camps and different things like that. Well, I just you know, and I, I talk about this more so in my um um motivational talks so i you know my dad was obviously a big in, in positive influence for me and then you know i just just loved hockey i got into hockey and uh um was motivated to we had a good team there we got lots of ice time we grew up in warman but then you know there was the racism that happened and then this is what i tell the kids is yeah it's it's there we all experience it you got to use it as a motivating factor, right? And that's what I did. So I had this drive to prove people wrong. And when you look at most successful people have had, a, you know, have had that drive to, you know what, they got like almost almost everybody. They've been put down at one time. 
and they needed to prove to people that they could do it right and that was that was basically me too so and uh i talk about the steps of how you know how to how to do that that's awesome so um it sounds like you you get invited to classrooms a lot in different schools like how does um an administrator or a principal contact you um my website i have a website uh carlandinordstrom.com and then i have a, a facebook page business page carlandinordstrom so both of those i'm also on on instagram Yes. So. <laughs> Okay, so just to reach out to you on your Facebook page and your website, I'm going to actually write that down. Carlin D? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, be, just following up on my last uh, statement there, being uh, wanting to play hockey, wanted to be a professional hockey player, having, you know, like, I knew I could never be as good as Wayne Gretzky, obviously, but I, I loved watching the Oilers in the early 80s. And uh, it was just hockey, 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 hockey. Yeah. Okay, help me out here. Just adjusting this. And you know, when I look back at uh, my hockey career and the different teams I played on, as the levels, the higher levels that I played, you know, 90% mm -hmm. of those guys are having successful lives now. Why is that? Why is that? Because hockey teaches you so much. I shouldn't say hockey. Competitive sports teaches you so much, right? You win, you lose. Teamwork, not giving up, right? Drive, training. So that's that's the key. I mean, if the farther anybody can go in, in uh, competitive sports, it's, it's going to help them overall in life. Absolutely. So, Carlin, I yeah. understand that um, I was actually scrolling through Facebook and I came across your, your page and I actually noticed you getting up early in the mornings and it's like doing something physical, like physical fitness and things like that. And then I also see you um, promoting a summer hockey camp. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, well, yeah. First of all, I think the I'm really effective first thing in the morning. I get my my best work done from six thirty till till noon, right? And other stuff starts piling up on you. So definitely encourage people to make the most of the day, get up early, and get the day started. So what I'm doing is I've I've been doing hockey schools and hockey camps just like everybody else. And then I started thinking about what I, like what I just described as far as further a kid can make it uh, in competitive sports, the better chance they're going to have a su more success in life. So, and then I'm, uh, well, a lot of my friends now are coaching kids, right? Mm -hmm. They're kids and, 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 and you hear about, and it was just as bad when I played the parents, right? The parents are crazy and this and that. So I thought, you know what? Um, if, yeah, we got to adjust the issue with the parents. And if a parent is the reason that a kid doesn't make it to a next level, whether it be the kids in Pee Wee and he quits in Banton because his mom and dad are pitching him too hard. Well, that's that's not good because that kid playing that year of double A Bantam or growing up to midget is going to help them so much more in life after. So I put together what's the first one of its kind. I know in Saskatchewan, I don't think anyone's really doing it in Western Canada, 
is uh, maximizing your potential hockey camp. And we're going to be doing on-ice sessions and then off-ice sessions with the kids and the parents. It's going to be, uh, yeah, it's going to be Indigenous ex-professional hockey players like myself. I've got Devin Buffalo, um, some other guys coming in. And, uh, you know, we've been there. We've done it. Parents have to listen to us. We're going to just lay it out from there for them. Here's what works. Here's what will work to maximize your kid's potential. You do this, this definitely will not work. So they need to be told from, from people like us that have been there about how to how to manage and parent their kids through hockey. Right. So we have a, a question here from Neil Makihiwisquil on hey. Facebook. It says, Carlin, when and where are you having these hockey camps? I have my older son interested. Uh, they're going to be held in uh, uh, Warman. The first one was in Warman. Actually, we were scheduled to have one in North Battleford, but uh, when COVID hit there, we couldn't have it. So um, this one's going to be in Warman, just outside of Saskatoon at the Warman uh, Legend Center. Okay, great. <laughs> and uh, potentially, we're working on potentially the, making a hockey tournament go to to, to coincide with that, that sounds really great. I know a lot of people are itching and, and just waiting to have some hockey in their lives because there's some really excellent hockey parents out there. <laughs> I oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, and, and we missed, everybody missed out on their spring hockey tournaments. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, so. some games due to COVID. Um, I, 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 I sit back, like I'm not a hockey parent. I'm a cadet parent. And um, so I admire hockey parents that get up in the mornings and a six in the morning, you know, in a Canadian winter to drive their kid to a hockey practice or to to a game in the afternoon when or in the evenings when the sun goes down. Um, yeah. So a lot of uh, did did that happen for you? Oh, I uh, I, rem I can remember those days. It was uh, it's. <laughs> experience yeah i remember getting up and, and driving to i was in Warman. we used to have tournaments in keniston and we had eight o'clock on the ice so you do the math on the time to drive from Warman to keniston and uh for being on the ice at eight o'clock i mean it was blizzarding uh, treacherous road conditions and you get there and then you have to rink all day and it's just uh you know I, I do remember those days and it was a lot of fun awesome okay um so we sort of went through a lot uh, of the questions already. So if yeah. you're listening out there in Facebook land, and if you are streaming on YouTube, if you like this podcast, please like and share my Facebook page. It's called Spring Spirit Nation. I am new. I'm fresh. I'm indigenous. I'm Dehio uh, Esquel. And just wanting to get out there and find people that have unique stories. And this is Carla Nordstrom. And I call this show Team Kisik. And Carlin, how did you come about uh, the whole idea of Team Kisik or the Kisik? Uh, help me out here with the title. I have it written down. Yeah, yeah, Kisik. yeah. Well, sports, health, and wellness. Right. I started out when I was uh, was four years ago now, and I was watching the news and we about the uh, suicide epidemic in Attawapiskat, Ontario. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't happy with my position with the construction safety officer. And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to uh, 
do something to try and help these kids. And I planned my exit from the construction industry and dove into it just doing sports camps uh, the first summer. And then we obviously rolled into hockey that fall. And then it just kind of just snowballed into uh, someone suggested, hey, you should do motivational talks. I'll never forget the first one, actually. It was at the um, Michigan. So it was my first one. And I had, you know, I had the, the pedestal and I had everything written out and I was reading from it. I had my pictures, the uh, slideshow. And then uh, my buddy told me, you know, one day you're going to, you're not even going to need to read that stuff. And then one day I forgot my, I misplaced my motivational talk. I had <laughs> no choice but to go on my own, no paperwork. And then after that, it's, yeah, I, I I'm rolling with that. Then I went into, uh, you know, obviously I seen the the poor eating habits in our communities and lack of education, total lack of education. So I started doing anti-diabetes, diabetes prevention talks to the kids about the dangers of pop, mm -hmm. the dangers of fast food. Um, and because our people don't know, right. a lot of the right. parents don't know. They're giving their kids a pop a day. Well, guess what? That stuff's just like poison. You know, and it leads to it leads to a lot of health problems. And it's and the thing about it is it's preventable. Right. Right. And I talk Absolutely. about preventable. I talk about preventable. What does preventable mean? I mean, it doesn't have to happen, but you need the education, right? And um, okay. anyway, so uh, that I we started female self defense course uh, this this last uh, season, and uh, and then I got it was able to actually when I was a uh, at the barbecue at your school, um, Gary, uh, uh, your gym teacher at the phys ed teacher at the time, Aguero. Oh, it's Aguero. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who was it? I can't remember. Uh, Kathy. Yeah. Kathy. Remember yeah. her? Yeah. Yeah. So I Kathy her. said, "I put a bug in my ear about this land-based education that the government's pushing and there's funding for." And to make a long story short, I connected with the right people. Got the funding and then now i'm doing uh i'm also doing the, the land-based education we do trips with uh taking the kids fishing up to my fishing camp here where i am right now and teaching them teaching them the skills of of learning to use the equipment to, to learn to cast learning to bring a fish in learning to clean the fish you know then we start a fire how to start a fire cook the fish all of that um and same with the hunting we do we do the same thing with the hunting um and have put together a pretty good team of, of professionals. So everything's efficient, kids learn, have a good time. And we're also implementing uh, some other uh, activities now. We're gonna be doing uh, target shooting. Mm -hmm. The kids can also take, yeah, we're gonna do uh, practice uh, or get them started with uh, archery mm -hmm. and also uh, high velocity pellet guns. And they can take that and they can they can take that into further competition if they want to, right? So right. I know. Go ahead. If you don't mind me interrupting right now. Um, it's just uh something just popped for me when you said that. I was in the lineup at the store the other day and um, you know, following the COVID procedures and things like yeah. that. So I was standing outside in the rain and then I just overheard um some young parents talking about uh their summer like how what are what are they going to do with their kids in the summer now that the exhibitions are closed and things like that and i thought oh, okay yeah. well um do, do you have like uh i want you to pitch what it is you're doing you know for for to possibly motivate other people who are sort of in the same 
same line of work, so to speak, to to reach out to the children. Like, you know, there's other things to do besides going to the fair. You know, it's like a, everyone's like falling over because the exhibitions are closed or whatever. But they can actually give their 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 children or offer them a authentic uh, connection to self, you know, just being out there on the land with programs that you're you're involved in or the program that you're involved in. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean every... You're more than welcome to do a pitch here. Well, yeah. I mean, it's every kid, almost every kid that we bring up here, right? 80% of them have never fished before. Mm -hmm. So we get them out on the lake, have a good time catching fish outside in a good, positive social environment. And the next day, I know the answer, right? But I asked all the kids, who wants to go fishing? Well, the hands, they just go into that. I want to go. I want to go. So they love it. And then what's not to like, right? So yeah, I do encourage the parents to to get your kids out, and, and everybody should be fishing. Especially, it's more uh, relevant hey, because of COVID, right? I mean, it's a natural food source; it's healthy. Um, so it's there. There really is no negative in it. Get your kids out to the lake. Get them in the water. Get them swimming. Right. So right. summer, summer is still happening. <laughs> oh, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, and I am going to have an uh, opportunity, I think, for some kids to come up. I don't have all the details now, but um, working on things where they can just apply to my company and then they'll, there'll be some funds there for them to send their kids. Mm -hmm. But that's, I'm still working on the, I'm still working on the details of that. I think, I think it would be kind of cool if you thought about creating a chain. A team Kisik chain. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and speaking of that, um, I, I am launching uh, my own line of t-shirts, motivational t-shirts here. They should be, I plan to launch them at the hockey camps, actually. So um, I'll, I'll be briefing everybody more on social media as that plays out. I'm just waiting for them to arrive, the first ones, and then I'll be promoting them from there. But, you know, there is a lot of communities. If COVID hadn't hit, I had... ACTC had planned to bring a couple groups of large groups of kids. Um, Dylan, to start to me, was also going to bring a couple groups. So the word is out there with the communities, and it's going to keep spreading it. And, and if we could turn this place into a full-time uh, Indigenous wellness camp, I'm, I'm willing to do that. Okay. Sounds really good. Again, this is Sequinachak with Spring Spirit Nation. And on the screen, I say the hockey information is on Carlin's Facebook page under Carlin D. Nordstrom's business page. Yes. Awesome. So, Carlin, I, this is my favorite part of this show. I love the whole show, but my favorite part is when I have speakers come up and offer words of inspiration or guidance or motivation to the listeners. Yeah, for me, wake up with a positive mindset and be grateful for what you have. Wake up with a positive mindset. Yes, the most, most important thing. And I can spot people, you know, because I do this for a living now, right? Well, talk to some person for 30 seconds, you know that they're negative pessimist, right? So you need to be, be positive, be an optimist, and uh, good things will start happening for you. Okay. Do you have any um, advice on how long they have to do it before, um, so that it just becomes like a natural thing? Well, it's 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 not easy, but the, the, here's what I, 
This is one of the keys. I'll say it again, and I say it all the time to kids. You have to surround yourself with good people. You become like the five people you surround yourself with. So the old saying, I always say, it's hard to fly like an eagle when you're surrounded by turkeys. (laughs) (laughs) I actually hear a lot of, I was listening to a podcast yesterday on exactly that. It's like uh, the people that you're with. And it's the one I was listening to had to do with their energy and their vibration. So if they're vibrating up here and, you know, just living in joy and gratitude, then um, it's easier for you as well to live within that that energy and that space. It's critical. It's critical for people, kids. I tell them if you, you get bad feeling about somebody, you got to start phasing them out because it's never it's never going to end good. Right. So it's critical if you can surround yourself with good people and positive people, good things will happen. End of story. Uh-huh. End of story. Thank you for yeah. being on my show, Spring Spirit Nation. Um, if you're listening out there, I've got some uh, listeners from on the other side of the world. Um, wow. Yeah, so yeah. this is pretty cool. Spring Spirit Nation, Sikwanachak, and I uh, have Carla Nordstrom and Team Kisik on here today. And I would like to thank you for being a guest. Thank you very much. Pleasure to, my pleasure. Good luck, and I like what you're doing. Take care. Thanks. And there you have it, folks. Carla Nordstrom, an Indigenous man sharing space within the Indigenous communities on motivation and fitness. You can find him on his business Facebook page at Carlin D. Nordstrom or at www.carlinnordstrom.com. That is www.carlinnordstrom.com. Thank you for joining us. Is there an infinite being in your indigenous community or in an urban setting that is in the doingness of doing, motivating, positively influencing, volunteering, musically talented? an aspiring writer, basically anyone who is creating space for others with ancestral knowledge, current knowledge, or future knowledge, please send me a message on my Facebook page, Spring Spirit Nation. Like and share my Facebook page, Spring Spirit Nation. If you would like to experience more awesomeness, ekse pitama, hai hai.